Union of the Unknowns, a podcast dedicated to the exploration of modern culture, presents a weekly digest of current events that may have slipped past your radar. This is not your mama's news. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Union of the Unknowns presents Not Your Mama's News. We go over news stories from today's clown world, uh, stories that we find interesting and um, fascinating or indicative of the times that we're in. Today, we're running with a little bit of a smaller crew, but I still think that we can put out some quality content for you. So with me today will be my co-host, Miss Stella Q from Down Under. Hey, Stella. Hello. Good to join you. We are certainly on skeleton crew here, but that's okay. We can we yes. can cope. Yeah, very nice to have you here. And I uh, will be your host this evening, Ashley. Think, change, repeat. So let's go ahead and get into it. If Stella, um, if you want to go ahead with um, your first story, then um, let's hear it. All right. Well, you've got a choice here. I can uh, talk about corruption or I can talk about corruption. Which one would you mm. like? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, that was badly timed. <laughs> hmm. I think I think I'll go with the corruption story. You sure? I think okay. so. All right. Well, we'll start with um, Gladys Berejiklian. Gladys Berejiklian. She's uh, she, well, she was the New South Wales Premier, State Premier, up until when was it? Oh, two thousand and eighteen, I believe she had to resign because of um, questionable actions that she was uh, – she was basically – look, put it in a nutshell. She was having an affair with this other dude who was in um, Polly, uh, representation, representing the area of Wagga Wagga in New South Wales. Mm-hmm. His name is Daryl Maguire. Anyway, it came out that they were having a secret romance for a number of years, which is, you know, I mean, it's basically you're not meant to be doing that because that can produce – the corruption, <laughs> um, yes, knowing, conflict know, inside, of interest. Yeah, exactly, all that sort of stuff. And without you know going into too much detail because it's boring as batshit. Um, uh, you know things like in his area, you know there'd be an application, a lack of um, a lack of what am I looking for? Competitive people going for certain things as the process should. Uh, and within, you know, a few days, suddenly his area would have $170 million going towards their hospital and all that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. that was being looked into by um, a, what do we call them, or a group called ICAC, which is the Independent Corruption, Independent Commission Against Corruption, I think it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Independent Commission Against Corruption. So basically today at 9 o'clock, and I haven't seen any updates at this point, there was going to be made available for public viewing the outcome of Gladys's hearing, which was the mm. investigation into whether she had done indeed done anything wrong or not, which uh, she maintains that nothing – she didn't know anything that was going on. No, no, didn't know nothing. Right, of course, of course, they never do. No. And uh, I believe also that there is some kind of thing down here where they say basically the, the – the information will come out if you know if it's seen fit to make it certain things public. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, she's actually currently working for Optus now, which is a um, telecommunications, big telecommunications company, one of the big two, I suppose you could say. Right. That was going to be, I guess, state-sponsored telecommunications <laughs> company. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Look, I, I don't know the whole roots of exactly how that whole thing works, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's all kind of federally funded and all that. I'm a bit ignorant when it comes to the that side of things, but um, so anyway, we're just sort of waiting to hear what's happening there. Whether there's going to be any prison time as well for Daryl Maguire for what he's been accused of, which is things like conspiring to breach the Migration Act between. 2013, 2015, because um, like when people come over and they've, they you know, do their visa applications and all that kind of thing, it costs a, a disgusting amount of money. Like th- that's actually happening to someone in my family at this point. Right. Just I was going to say you knew someone the, who was going through that. Yeah, yeah, currently doing the application. And uh, it, at the moment it's something like 10 grand. Uh, that they've got to pay, and but I, I believe they're revising it. I think it's going to go up very, very shortly. So there's you know, people I know are trying to do it quickly. Yeah, which is a, an insane amount of money when you think about it. I mean, why? Mm-hmm. Like, I'd I'd love to see a breakdown of that. Why does it cost so much money? What what is it like? Does it cost so much money to fill out a certain form? What is it that they're doing? I'm, I can get with maybe a grand or two. I don't know. I just love to see what's involved. I mean, have you got any ideas about that, or how does it work in in the US there? Um, I I really don't. I would like to hear. Um, maybe that's something that we can talk about with Justin because I think he has some experience in dealing with that. Oh, um, yeah, I yeah. I do think that it's a difficult process, and just because you know, I kind of had the idea that just because you married somebody that they could come over. Um, but I think it's actually a lot more difficult than that, even if you are married to that person. And um, I don't know as far as cost goes. And I agree with you. I think that it's punitive and it's one of those things that is just another thing to make the, the life of the regular person more difficult, more red tape, more bureaucratic. Um I would think would be the reason that they have this pretty exorbitant cost to bring someone over and um, all the paperwork and all that stuff. It's like, come on. I mean, especially here in the United States, they definitely don't have a leg to stand on because people are just rushing through the border daily. So it it really doesn't make any sense. Totally. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, I, I can't figure out why it costs so much, but you know, and then you then you see stories like this. Uh, let me just find the Okay, here it is. Mean yeah, Miss Berejiklian's former boyfriend is facing mounting legal woes after being charged with giving false and misleading evidence to a corruption inquiry involving a Sydney council, while also facing an ongoing court case after being charged with criminal conspiracy over an alleged cash-for-visas scheme. Mm. I mean, yeah. So it's like, well, how much of that 10 grand is going in scum like this is pocket? Um, because this would be ha- – this was just the guy that got caught, you know, let's face exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. Um, the former Wagga Wagga MP could face prison time or a maximum fine of $34,000. Well, a couple of visas will take care of that. Right. Like, Um, that's anything to this guy. 
it's just it's crazy. And here's here's the bit that just made me laugh out loud. Oh, here it is. <laughs> you ready for this? Yes. With the legal system, people are presumed innocent until found guilty. <laughs> sure they are. Go on. Go on. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. No, it's it, it's the case when it's politics. You know, the politicians are there. It's it's definitely the case for them. But uh, you know, rules for thou and what is it? Rules for rules for thee and not for me. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so it's quite sickening, really. Um, so usual stuff, really. Um, that's it's a bit of a slow news day. We've just got corruption, corruption, and corruption at the moment. Hey, you know what? Sometimes a slow news day is not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, because all the corruption leaks out. It's awesome. Um, there's also just let me um, while I'm talking about uh, ICAC, the Independent Corruption. What is it? Independent Corruption Against Commissions? No, sorry, the other way around. Independent Commission Against Corruptions. There's also, uh, an, well, ASIO here, the Australian Security Intelligence Office, I believe it stands for. Something like that. It's basically the um, Australian NSA, I suppose, or along those lines. Anyway, okay. they're being heavily, heavily, um, well, in, it, there's an inquiry going on, let's say. Uh, against massive corruption within ASIO. Um, if anybody is even vaguely interested in this, uh, particularly any Aussies that might be listening, there's a channel on YouTube called In the Interest of the People. Um, a couple of guys, John Adams is actually the dude who's been bringing this inquiry um, to the forefront and, yeah, instigating it. Uh, John Adams and Martin North, and they, they basically talk about what they're doing the whole time. Um, I can't guarantee that, you know, they're not placed or controlled or characters or what have you, but it right. is interesting to watch um, so far what has come out of that, which is very early stages. As, uh, ASIO have basically done their little sort of internal investigation and had a look at things and said, mm, nothing to see here, and sorry, we can't show you our paperwork due to interests of national security. Usual yep. garb. Yep, that sounds about right. In that corruption world. Right. That happens all the time. Um, you know, it's a meme here about the cops. Um, you know, we have investigated ourselves and we found that we didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> um, it seems to happen very, very frequently whenever police are doing an internal investigation or, of course, like anything with the government right now. Like we have major corruption, as you know, um, but it's kind of a peak situation because it appears that Hunter has done uh, committed a litany of crimes and he is pleading to some tax evasion. I mean, it's minimal compared to what he you know, what is alleged to have been on his laptop. Yeah, so it's it's just so in your face, you know? Yeah, I don't even know why they bother to try to come up with these stories anymore, to be honest. Why don't they just do it? <laughs> you know, yeah, like they're because, doing it anyway. Yeah, because it's shown, it, it, it has been illustrated that it, it does not matter. They can do anything. They shut down the entire world, the whole world. So if they can do that, then they can get away with anything. And they do get away with anything. They do because that's how the whole system is corrupt and infiltrated. I mean, Klaus told us that himself. You know? They're just yeah. putting lipstick on a pig. <laughs> that's it. 
that's putting it. a bow around the whole package of corruption. It's just crazy. But, you know, there are still people out there who think that they've got our best interests at heart. God bless them, ignorant people. <laughs> yeah, there there are two people that stand out. Well, really one, I guess, um, that stand out a little bit more in the American political system. So one of them is Thomas Massey. I mean, he seems to be at the very least principled. There's definitely things that I wonder, I'm like, why aren't you pointing this out? Why aren't you saying this? You obviously know this um, or whatever, but he seems to be principled and explains why he votes the way that he does. And he speaks out against a lot of things. But ultimately, even if you do have someone like that, like what good does it do? Because we're still where we're at. So you have someone like him working within the system and things are not different, you know? Oh, totally. I mean, you know, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. <laughs> Correct. So, that's you know, that's basically what's happening. And I, I don't I, I don't for a minute think that every single person that's in the system is completely corrupt. That's not the way it works. But there's plenty of people, you know, the bottom feeders that are just sort of trying to start out or get a few things done locally, which is you know, probably the best way to go, really. Um, yeah. They, you know, they'll only get so far. They won't, be, you know, you know how it works. They're not going to be given preferences and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, it just works that way if they're decent people. And they do happen to get a bit of a hold. Then we know what the next, you know, go-to up the sleeve tactic is. It's like, you know, maybe a smear campaign or two, you know, and then we know next level, next level. So until we get to Kennedy's. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Or um, there's even shout out Ando because um, they will do that to celebrities as well. So now this is a whole mm. rabbit hole, but Michael Jackson, there is video of him speaking out against a group of people that he thinks runs the music industry. And he is saying that they were corrupt and evil. And he even made a video that appeared to be speaking out of that. It was directed by Spike Lee, who was also outspoken at, at least at one time against this group of people. I mean, he may be back under, you know, back in order, back in line. Um, but he, I'm pretty sure it's Spike Lee. I'll double check that. Um, is he still alive? Uh, he is still alive, yes. At the moment. <laughs> yes, he is. He is, he is. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. But he actually direct. so he's a movie director, and mm -hmm. he directed yes. this video that Michael Jackson had written some lines in this song that did not go over well with that particular group of people. And next thing you know... Michael Jackson is um history. He's a pedophile. Yeah. Yeah, oh okay, that's when the pedophile thing not not at the end bit. That was the pedophile, right? Gotcha. Yeah, that was uh before he was accused of doing all this stuff with kids. So, I always thought right. about it. Um you know, I believed that story even up until fairly recently, I believed that story. And then uh, I never, I never did actually. I never bought the whole pedophile thing. There was just something about Michael that seemed authentic, and he seemed like a truly gentle person. And I just couldn't see it. He just seemed like a fucked up kid. I'm sorry. Oops. Yeah, well, he uh, had. Uh, is this he, a family? 
<laughs> I don't think so. Mm. He uh, was just yeah. a bit up, you know. I mean, brilliant genius guy who was just, you know, abused as a child, what have you. So it's amazing he actually turned out as a you know, the gentle soul that he was. But Agreed. Uh, maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I could be completely wrong. Who knows? Well, I'll tell you, I don't think so. So I think that it goes right along with it. Just like what you were saying is that if somebody does not toe the line when they're supposed to, they will either do a character assassination um, or you may, you know, and that has real consequences in and of itself because it it would be devastating to ruin your, to have your career ruined. Um, It would be devastating to be accused of hurting children um, and the whole world hearing that and then it hurts you financially as well i mean it completely eliminates the way that you can provide for your family and support your lifestyle and all that stuff um you know and so that's got to be devastating even though they don't kill you but i also you know i don't know that much about the harvey weinstein story except for he was at the very least part of a huge psyop known as the me too movement. Um, Mm -hmm. but did he actually do what they said? I don't know, but he certainly has paid a price for pissing Mm -hmm. off the wrong people or he did something wrong. It would seem so. Um, so are you saying that there's a possibility you. that he may not be as it seems? And are you saying that maybe Rose McGowan is in on the psyop? That part, I don't know. Um, she was supporting, there was somebody recently, oh, so this may be a little bit of a hot topic, but there's this influencer, Eliza Blue, who appears to have been caught in telling different stories about what she'd been through and the timeline and her age and all of this stuff. And there's a lot of people that were digging into that and what appeared to be a lot of inconsistencies in her stories. Um, and then she ended up, um, ca- I don't want to say canceled. She lay low for a while and then, uh, she kind of came back in another iteration. She didn't seem to be being as promoted as she was, um, because for a while she was super hot, hot, hot on Twitter. Like she was in everybody's feed. Um, and you were constantly seeing what she was posting and that has changed. Um, but can I just, can I just pop in there with that, that particular subject of, yeah, how they just come and go like flash in the pan sort of thing. Um, I just have this, I can't help it. I've just got this visual of, of, you know, the green room. Everyone's kind of sitting around and having a bit of a laugh and what have you. And then, you know, the door opens up. Okay, uh, Miss McGowan, five minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're up. Yeah. This is a distraction play, you know, like Eliza yeah. Blue, she did this massive distraction. We all look there, blah, blah, blah. Well, most people in general. Um, yeah, anyway. Please well, continue. I can, it, uh, I will tie it back into Rose McGowan, though, because I considered her genuine and especially the way that. I mean, it does appear that she sacrificed her career and isn't doing, you know, she certainly isn't acting in the level that she was and stuff like that. And I recently went to her page because we overlap in some of our beliefs. I mean, it's almost like a Jimmy Dore situation, right? Like Jimmy is a classic lefty though. Um, And I don't agree with him on a lot of things, but I agree with him on a lot of things. So I felt like that about Rose 
And then I saw that she was had had an interaction. It was recent with Eliza Blue and that they appear to be tight. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if yeah. Eliza, you know, hoodooed Rose, if, you know, if they're being propped up. I, I don't know, but I would say that it's at least worth asking the question, you know? It is a very tangled web that is woven. Indeed it is. Yeah, I mean, that's, I always don't forget that, you know, I mean, it doesn't mean a lot, but I just keep in mind that, you know, Rose McGowan was uh, Marilyn Manson's girlfriend for a number of, for a, a time, yeah. some time ago. And, I mean, that guy's pretty, yeah, you got to, I don't know, I mean, not just your everyday dude can sort of shack up with someone like Marilyn Manson and survive, you know, you almost need a T-shirt. I shacked up with Marilyn and survived, you know. And, <laughs> yeah, and I do feel like whenever the accusations came out about him from Evan Rachel Wood, I I feel like Rose, mm, I don't know if it was her or if it was his ex-wife, Dita Von Teese, but they, I'm pretty sure that Dita did say this, but I'm not sure if Rose did as well, but like that was not my experience with him. Um so it seemed like some of his exes sort of took a little bit of the accredence away from Evan Rachel Woods and her uh, accusations, but who knows? Exactly. Who knows? So yeah. somehow we went from the New South Wales premier <laughs> to Marilyn Manson in the matter of, oh, I don't know, 10 minutes. That's funny. I can see Impressive. the connection. Yeah. Look, these two, Gladys Barajiglian and, Daryl Maguire are a couple of numpties who are going to get away with everything. They, they, yeah, they're corrupt and they're all part of the circle and it will be all covered up and we'll forget about it in five minutes. What's your yeah. story? <laughs> um, and the other thing I was going to say about that is that, you know, I think that that stuff is intentional. Um, I think it matters to them to or, or maybe it's part of the revelation of the method but i think it's part of it's important for them to show us that they don't have to follow the rules I would and yep. and so i think that this is part of that um intentional you know we talk about it in other all the time the demoralization campaign um and i don't just consider it against the american people and i don't consider us to have really a um a singular government you know it is the new world order or whatever you want to call it and they are treating everybody like that yeah i mean it's as you say it's it's just sort of so in our faces and it's i mean i could sum it up in one sentence really they're just saying to us na, na, ni, na, na, basically exactly <laughs> na 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 boo boo rub your head and doo doo Yep, yep. That should be yeah. the uh, motto for um, Australia <laughs> and the world. And the world, yeah. New, new world motto. Yep, for the new world order. Mm -hmm. Because we're in it, baby. Yeah, we, we are we in it. We are in it. Okay, so moving on to my story. Now. It is um, hot news at the moment. Um, 
that Madonna has been, let me get to my notes here. Well, I sort of, I, I blew my lead there. Um, <laughs> Madonna, I was going to say another celebrity has been hospitalized and uh, we we're going to guess who it was, but I spoiled myself. It's Madonna. It would have been a pretty much my first guess, I reckon. <laughs> she looks like she should be hospitalized after the last facelift. She it's does. Cute. She looks like she should be in an insane asylum after her last facelift. But mm, And her surgeon. Yes. However, it appears to be a little bit more serious in this case. So... She was discovered at a residence on Saturday before being admitted to ICU, where she was intubated overnight. So, a couple of things about this piqued my interest. First of all, we're just hearing about it today. The news just broke today, but allegedly this happened on Saturday, which is a little unusual. Um, I would think normally we do hear about this stuff a little bit faster. And then the oh, other not, thing- not if you're not if you're underwater, that's still the case. So. Not if you're wet. The new normal. Like, we didn't hear about the Titan thing for four days, so I think it must be the new normal four day. Oh, okay. Maybe. Um, in this particular case with like a worldwide celebrity, I would have thought, but hey, you're right. Who knows? Um, so she, but the other part that I actually found disturbing from a human perspective is that she was intubated. Um, now I have my own issues with Madonna and I think that she's satanic, illuminate, confirm or whatever you want to say. And I think she's an insane person. Um, but at the end of the day, she's still a human being and, uh, being intubated is that's scary, uh, from a human perspective. So her manager shared on Instagram that she had quote, developed a serious bacterial infection infection, which led to a several day stay in ICU. At this time, she's allegedly out of ICU and recovering in a regular ward of the hospital. And uh, the hospital was unnamed for obvious reasons. And um, this article also threw in the factoid that, according to the CDC, more than 23,000 Americans die from a range of serious bacterial infections each year. Now, Normally, I don't believe anything that the CDC says, but I would say that that's probably uh, accurate in this particular regard. Like, there's a lot of people that go for a bacterial infection. Um, so, a simple definition of a bacterial infection is um, disease caused by small single-celled organisms called bacteria that invade the body. So that's not very descriptive, but apparently this would indicate uh, potentially a systemic infection, meaning that maybe she has sepsis or something got into the bloodstream and it spread. Now, that is not necessarily the case. I, I don't want to mislead and say that they definitely said it was a, a full body bacterial infection. However, I feel like it must have been something to that effect for her to be found unresponsive that's very serious um so then of course that leads us to the obvious questions that we always ask in today's day and time when a celebrity is hospitalized with a quote health emergency um so in this um 
article, or maybe I was also looking at some information on the died suddenly uh, Twitter page and they were talking about it. Now they said that Madonna donated $1.1 million to COVID vaccine research and uh, made claims that vaccines should be quote mandatory like gun control because it quote saves lives. So I definitely think that that is a possibility that we're dealing with something like that. Now, if it was potentially, who knows how many of these shots that she had, and some of them have been uh, associated with essentially eliminating the immune system, reducing or wiping out your gut biome, which is part of a healthy immune system. So that is a factor that it could be related here, or it could be the whole cause. However, as we alluded to earlier when Stella was saying her most recent facelift, then we obviously know that this woman has constantly gone under the knife for a lot of different plastic surgeries. And I feel like there is not everybody always gets out unscathed from that. Um, yeah, now, yeah, that's very true. I was just, yeah. Um, yeah, she might have left the adrenochrome out of the fridge a little too long. I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. most bacterial infections are actually picked up in hospitals. So um, that's a good point. You know, she has had a lot of work done, um, which means, as you said, she's gone under the knife a number of times. Yes. Um, so there's a fairly good chance. I mean, I know a couple of people who've passed away from Golden Staff, uh, Staphylococcal, I think it is, um, in, it, yeah, that they got in hospital. Um you know, went in for something reasonably minor and then ended up passing away from from that. So yeah. very valid point. It is possible. I think there's a ton of possibility here. So yes, it's possible that she was at a medical facility or hospital and picked up a staph infection and that took hold in the body and ended up making her very ill. Uh, it's possible that any combination of these things could have happened too. So she could have had a reduced immune system based on uh, her vaccine history. That's a possibility. Yes, yeah. um, the other thing that's a possibility, depending on what type of surgery she had. Now, here's the other thing. like Since we don't have access to her diary of procedures that she's had, we don't know what the most recent one was. What I would say is that... <laughs> diary of procedures. It looks like a phone book. It, totally. Um, but what I would say is that if she, um, give me one second. Uh, while you're just looking up quickly, um, that immune system thing. Yeah. Yeah. The, the vex is, um, um, oh, sorry. Look, I'll, I'll say that in a sec. I'm interrupting. Please. Okay. Perfect. Um, yeah, because, uh, our buddy Kiel was asking if, um, he could join in and I said, yes, for sure. Oh, okay. So what I wanted to tell you though, Stella is that, uh, yeah, so in the factor, there's a couple of different things. So she did, we don't know what her most recent surgical procedure was. However, I would say that if an infection was beginning to take place in the body, then you're probably going to really get ill from that in the seven to 10 day range. If it's like you're picking it up in a hospital or post-surgical or something like that. Now, the other thing I thought about is that if she was having a tummy tuck or something like that, there's all there's always the possibility for sepsis to take hold. And, um, you know, if if a bowel was nicked or something like that, which does happen as well. So it could be a sepsis situation and the infection actually coming from uh, 
pollution inside the body. Um, now, the other thing, hello, Kiel has joined us. How are you doing, Kiel? Hey, I'm doing pretty well. Good. Thank you for joining us. So uh, just a, a quick update on my and Stella's stories. Our first story was about corruption happening with local officials um, down in Surprise. Australia. And then my story is that Madonna was just hospitalized. So where I was going with this is uh, because I do wonder about the vaccine impact on infections. And so I went into openvares.org and I searched the U.S. only COVID vaccine only and um, in bacterial infection to see what kind of hits that I got. And it wasn't as easily or the information was not as readily available as I was hoping but what I will say is that there are a lot of hits in here. Over 18,000 is actually almost 19,000 hits. But that is the mention of infection. So the handful that are visible to me here is a urinary tract infection, another urinary tract infection, um, a herpes zoster virus infection, uh, a herpes infection, a staph infection, viral infection. So, and these are all just right off the bat, there's uh, entries. So people that had had, you know, the vaccine and then had adverse events. Now I will say there's a lot more going on with them, but just in that hit, there's a lot of mention of people having infections. Um, and I know that we're still seeing people be affected by um, the vaccines. However, the booster recommendation hasn't really been there, uh, you know, out as prominent as it was. So I, I don't know. I don't know what would be the timeline of her getting boosted. It's possible that she recently got that. And the reason I will speculate on that is because she actually was supposed to start a worldwide tour in three weeks. Now, that's the other reason that I thought it didn't necessarily make sense that she was having a surgical procedure, like a major surgery, because going on tour is not easy. You're doing a ton of traveling. She puts on a pretty big show. So she's like dancing and very active in her shows and very performative. So the idea that she would have had major surgery this close to a worldwide tour doesn't make sense to me. Not that it, is impossible that it happened, but I just thought, I don't know. Now, sometimes I think you can get an infection from other non-surgical, you know, even Botox, fillers, things like that. I think an infection could happen. Um, but so there's a couple factors here at play and it sounds like she's doing a little bit better, but as we know with the Jamie Foxx situation or Damar Hamlin, you're never going to get the full truth. Stella? Yeah, I'm just wondering if she's, you know, whether anyone's thought this or taken it into account that she's just had so much work done that her anus is now where her mouth should be and that's probably <laughs> not helping. So, But um, I do remember not that long ago um, when the vaccine was still in development, um, there was something going on in Queensland University uh, that had to do with some component in, I don't know which vaccine it was, but... Uh, it was basically found to be like putting in an AIDS thing. So, yeah, mm -hmm. breaking down the immune system. And then 
I'm sorry, I can't give you the details, but I, I do remember it was a Queensland university. There was work done. Like this AIDS connection was found, and then that kind of got I don't know, shut down, or it just kind of disappeared. It it did get stopped for some reason, or you know, it was like they'd done their job or whatever. That's what they found. So I don't know what the outcome of all that was, but that's what apparently um, is happening with people who haven't had like immediate adverse reactions or what have you. Is Yes, the immune system. I think it's fairly common knowledge now that the immune system has been attacked and will continue to be yeah. attacked. Um, so that's, yeah, people are getting sicker through things that normally the body, under normal circumstances, if nature had been left to run its course, would easily be able to uh, conquer with good health and sunshine and things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's very difficult to say in this case because it's very likely that she is vaxxed. Now, how many? Five, seven, who knows? And we do know that she has had a ton of surgical procedures. I mean, it's just very obvious. Um, she's had some Brazilian butt stuff, it seems like, um, from her transformation. And that is known to be one of the most dangerous surgeries that you can have. So she's had what? The Brazilian butt lift work. Uh Okay, I'm not really familiar with that. <laughs> Happy well, to say. It's basically, yeah, it's for the best, um, where they have either implants or something put into the glute muscles to make them look like they have a really huge ass. Oh, that's like a, a really popping booty. <laughs> so I think she maybe has had some of that. That's known to be a dangerous yeah, surgery. And then, uh, again, it's complicated to know what all she has done and i you're you are playing russian roulette i would think with that many surgical procedures because i know somebody who had one surgery and they ended up passing away from it um i believe that it was sepsis due to a cut bowel but i don't know for sure it's hard to get that information um but i would say that it certainly something like this is is possible that it was merely surgically related however like i said i find it odd that she was getting ready to go on tour in three weeks i don't think it would make sense for you to have a surgical procedure that close to tour i i saw that headline and almost uh picked it you know to go with but i uh, didn't thankfully uh but it looked you know she's been trying to i think i don't keep up with madonna never have but it seemed to me like she's lately been trying to get get her groove back or something and my <laughs> guess my guess was that she's just overdoing it you know like she's she probably od'd on something because she's what oh, 70 jobs. years old now 70 80 i don't know how old she is i think yeah she, she's 70 it, i think she's, six, she's 64 oh well oh she looks <laughs> <laughs> anyway i i think she She's a tight uh, 70. Who knows? I, I don't know. She she can't do yeah. what she used to do. She it, that to is possible. Up. That is possible. But I would still say that, you know, it's possible to be very, very active in your older days. Now, I, would, I know that uh, Mick Jagger is kind of an exception, but I think... He's 70. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think in this case that she, that it was more than overdoing it. But the other point about ODing on something, maybe. But the weird thing about her is that she always has been 
at least given the appearance of being totally obsessed with her health. She doesn't necessarily seem like someone who would be addicted to something. Now, you never know because opioids are highly addictive to some people. And maybe she did get hooked on pills after one of her surgeries. Like, we don't know. It's only speculation. But uh, she seems very worried about her health. But I don't know. Just, just to uh, just to clarify, just a moment ago, I said uh, Mick Jagger's seventy, isn't he? He's actually seventy nine. So just to oh. clear that up, <laughs> man, that's wow. just insane. He's doing it amazingly, but he, he's always been quite health conscious as well. I think uh, a more impressive specimen is uh, Keith Richards. He's still going. He's still <laughs> he has definitely defied science. Yeah, he, yeah. he's still, you know. Uh, doing heroin in his off season, but he's <laughs> yeah. from what I've heard, he has a very strict control of it. You know, first of all, he's yeah, got very pure. He's got, yeah, he's got the best stuff anybody's ever going to get, so it's not full of junk that is probably going to make it worse. And he only does that when he's not touring. When he's touring, it is strict business. You know. Wait, right. you're serious? Right. He does heroin? Yeah. He has That's has fairly well known. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that he was at one time, but I thought he had been in the same way that Nikki Six had been. Um, I didn't think he was still on the shit. Yeah, that's why he is. Me? I mean, he is. He defies physics in that regard. Hmm. He's still doing his. He's still. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll all the way. Do you remember oh. when he fell out of the palm tree when he was when they came down to Australia on some yeah. island and he I climbed a palm tree and fell out? <laughs> yeah. And he survived. Yeah. He's a unit. Mm, yeah. That's great. That's great. Well, anyway, so we'll, um, in, in as far as the story goes, we'll see where it goes with Madonna and we'll see if we end up getting the Damar Hamlin treatment, meaning. All the talking heads are saying she's totally fine, but you never see her again. Um, yeah, well, I'd say it, probably by the time the tour comes, the clone will be dry, so it'll be all good. The what will be dry? The clone will be dry. Oh. Ready to rock. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a two-week turnaround on clones. <laughs> you know... That's a fair point, something that uh, we don't talk about enough because there's a lot of people that don't look like themselves at all. I saw a picture of <laughs> Bill and Melinda Gates and or even just take Melinda Gates, for example. She looks totally different. Totally different. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I haven't seen her lately. I, I'm going to post a picture um, if I can find a. Um, before and after but i'm telling you it's weird people don't change that much as they age and like she was it wasn't it's a lot harder to tell if someone is really overweight and then they lose weight and then yeah you, you know sometimes it's it's you can't tell if it's weight loss or if it was surgical or what but i'm telling you these pictures look totally like totally different people her nose is huge now compared to what it was in another picture oh maybe she decided uh, to st sorry that's the trend you, no, didn't hear, you didn't hear about that 
No, Keel. Because I stay up on plastic surgery. It goes. It's it goes in the opposite direction now. You don't get like <laughs> nose jobs that make them smaller. That's like it's back um, in the it, It's possible she just decided to stop the transitioning and and remain as a man. <laughs> now that is possible. That's true. She looked. She looks more like a man now than she did. Can't wait to see the picture. Yeah, I gotta find that. Uh, but anyway, so we'll we'll see how this all shakes out, as with any other clown world story. Yeah, see how yep. Donna's rocks are gonna roll. Yeah, we <laughs> will see that. Speaking of clown world, we live in the clown world, right? Yes. So. There's a story out of the Netherlands that caught my eye. Uh, it says that uh, in the Netherlands where, you know, uh, uh, doctor, physician-assisted suicide is, I guess, a regular thing. And apparently over 20% of those that get that procedure done get it done not because they're in some kind of you know an incurable deadly disease but because they have uh they're because they're intellectually challenged Ooh, uh some of the re some of the reasons for getting uh euthanized euthanasia and physician assisted suicide reasons there was a study performed uh recently that's the point of this uh, uh article but it said the requests for euthanasia and physician-assisted suicide, reasons for which included social isolation and loneliness, lack of resilience or coping strategies, lack of flexibility, rigid thinking or difficulty adapting to change, and oversensitivity to stimuli. Those are some of the stated reasons that people were euthanized. Hmm. Uh, voluntarily or forcibly? Yeah. Well, I, I, in if they're one, intellectually disabled, can they make that decision? Uh, yeah, that's a question. In one third of cases, physicians noted that there was, quote, no prospect of improvement and uh, ASD and intellectual disability are not treatable, the study read. So aut autism was a reason for being euthanized. I believe um, our pod mother, Monica Perez, from the Propaganda Report, a la Deep Dives with Monica, um, has talked about this, um, I mm -hmm. think, because her son was concerned about it. Yeah, she said that in, for example, Iceland, they, uh, you know, end pregnancies when it's determined that oh, um, right. um, Down, syndrome Down syndrome will be yeah. a result, you know. Uh, but uh, she she so, did have somebody um, a listener correct her on that that it was not necessarily uh, as severe as she was thinking. Mm -hmm. um, originally, she did talk about that on an episode. But I I take your meaning. The point is still the same. And I also want to chime in that there's a lot of really insane stories coming out of Canada that are also with medical assisted suicide. It's really crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Her son. The, the reason that it was a story was her son heard her say that, that, you know, they end a pregnancy, whatever, but he interpreted that because he's got Down syndrome. 
he interpreted that as they seek out people with Down syndrome and and kill them. Hmm. And that's and like Holocaust version two point. He couldn't or she couldn't convince him otherwise. You know that it wasn't uh, that exactly. Uh, but it gives an example. Let's see, one record includes the case of a Dutch woman in her 30s with autism and borderline personality disorder. Doctors determined her afflictions prevented her from maintaining relationships and made forming connections with others, quote, too difficult. So she was one of the patients. That, uh, yeah. you know, it's so that crazy because I remember hearing um, – Back when I used to listen to NPR, they would talk about because North Carolina actually had a eugenics campaign um, and they would talk about that in the correct context, that it's not good. And now yeah, here and we are in a world that is like, oh, yeah, it's no, it's not a big deal. I mean, yeah, and, and that's what it is right now. Like, you know, and, and what's going to be next week or next month? Uh, all the people with brown eyes. Can you line up here? People with blue eyes line up here. You know, how? Where does that going to stop? We we sort of know the answer to that question, but uh, we don't. But you know, it doesn't seem to have any limits. So this is how it starts. You know, boil the frog slow. I don't yeah. think anybody would think this is a good idea unless they're completely heartless, demonic, satanic, you know, psychopaths, basically. But there's enough of them out there to probably vote for it. <laughs> Yeah, and people in the cult, right? People who are like, well, there are too many people on the planet. And it's like, what are you talking about? You don't even know what you're talking about. I know you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, did you count? And you just have been propagandized about this your entire life. So it's like automatically just comes out of your mouth. As soon as you hear about someone dying or medically assisted suicide or euthanasia or whatever you want to call it, well, there's too many people in the world. That's because yeah. that's what you have been taught, like a good little monkey. Yeah, and dude, you know, if, you know, if that's what you think, just line up over there. <laughs> You'll be the first to go. There, there probably are too many people in the world, and most of them are Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I do, not, too many I do Democrats not in the world. I do not condone the involuntary uh, slaughter of said excess population. Right, um, but being a good libertarian, I'm I'm not going to outlaw suicide. You know, if I were king. Oh, again, it should be a choice, and again, the choice is being removed. So same old. Yeah, it's the last line in this article says the Royal Dutch Medical Association has left the decision of who qualifies for assisted suicide up to medical <laughs> professionals with few hard guidelines or rules. Qualifies. It's like. You, you apply. I'm oh, sorry, so you don't qualify for euthanasia? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are you going to, it's going to be a lotto soon. Well, we all, didn't you guys see um, Dragon Slayer from the 1980s? Great, great movie, uh, you know, sword and sorcery movie about a dragon that was terrorizing this local medieval town. And the town, uh, they hadn't seen the dragon, I don't think, in you know, years and years and years, but the people would uh, routinely draw lots from a lottery, and the the young, um, I think they were all daughters, maybe? Yeah, it was only, you know, young virgins that would be allowed to enter the lottery, and the one that drew the 
the right lotto number was the one that would be tied to the stake in front of the cave where the dragon lived and then mm. she would be devoured in order to appease the dragon so he wouldn't attack the city anymore they like used to call that the short straw yeah yeah like a hunger <laughs> just game imagine situation. them sort of like sitting around all celebrating yay i got the sacrifice number Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy yeah it is crazy. then of course the corruption was exposed by the the daughter of i wouldn't say he was a king I guess he was a king. I don't know. The king's daughter entered herself into the lottery, rigged the lottery so that she would get picked because, you know, this whole time, of course, the king's daughter was, although she was supposedly just as entered in as just like the rest of the girls, she would never get picked. But she uh, yeah. And uh, so she rigged the lottery. So it was always all the names were her and uh, she got picked. And then the king went crazy. So did he stop the whole procedure, or did he just go, oh? Uh, if I remember correctly, I, it's been so long since I've seen it. Um, but that, that was You could have the answer to humanity here. <laughs> that wasn't the whole plot of the movie. That was just kind of what kicked the thing off. But uh, uh, he... Uh, people got angry about it, obviously, because he was like, oh, this is wrong. This is a mistake. This This... These tiles are made up or something like that. Anyway, it's a good movie. You should watch it. Okay, so it's called Dragon... Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer. Gotcha. That's more like a heavy metal album. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, so on the topic of the whole assisted suicide movement, I... As I mentioned before, I have seen several things happening in weird, uh, or in Canada, weird stories. And one of them was them, people getting um, medically assisted suicide suggested to them by their doctor. Like, it wasn't their idea. They didn't want to do it. Um, There was a woman who I think was a veteran, and she couldn't afford a stair lift. And so basically they were like, well, how about some medically assisted suicide? There was a homeless man who couldn't afford um, housing and they suggested it to him. So it's not even where people are suffering terribly from an illness. Like now I will concede that I do not, I didn't, I've never done a deep dive on Jack Kevorkian. Because he went to prison for helping people commit suicide here in the United States, and he was a doctor, and it was supposedly for people that were truly suffering. Now, again, was that the real story? I have no idea. Um, But at that time, it was a huge deal that he was even helping people who were horribly ill. And now here we are. It's insane. Yeah, and I'd like to do a little bit of a, you know, a similar dive into what the in, what the carrots are for the doctors, basically. So, same deal as through COVID, where you know there were incubate, you know, thirty-seven grand or something it was that a hospital got every time they put someone on a ventilator, and it went up to a hundred grand per patient, depending on you know remdesivir, remdesivir, etc. So, I'd like to know what the incentives are 
that Philly's um That's a good question. It's a very good question. It has to be something because yeah, I just think there has to be. I mean, that's outrageous. I wonder how many people are actually I mean, how many of these people are going, Oh no, I'd rather not. Thanks. But no. And they end up doing it because for some reason they're bullied into it or maybe they've I don't know, it's sort of like those chickens that they get rid of in a mincer, you know what I mean? It's like you know, you're just going in anyway, no matter what you want. That was a strange analogy, but <laughs> Yeah, but it's it is a weird, it's a bizarre situation. And it's like, what are they up to? You know? Yeah, how how forced is it? Is I guess what I was talking about. I was like, yeah. how far are they going? Right. Like what are the the tactics of offering that and suggesting that to people and um if it's anything like vaccine forcing outcome like how far is that going even right you know there's got to be like for instance intellectually disabled people that can't speak for themselves or even mute people or something how many of those people are falling through the cracks that nobody knows about are just suddenly disappearing it's like oh they chose you know that right and in the um you know, we know how aggressive they were, the medical community was, and how they went right into lockstep during COVID. Um, so they were, some of them were very aggressive about pushing, you know, COVID measures um, and the vaccine on people. So there are definitely people that are very vulnerable who maybe don't have the, um, or whatever you want to say, the intestinal fortitude to stand up to these people. So maybe they, there are some of uh, vulnerable populations that are being talked into this. Uh, this the article did interview a Dutch psychologist, Dr. Bram Sizu, who expressed horror at the trend of autistic youths seeking assisted suicide. He, this person, I don't know if it's a, I guess it's a guy. He says, quote, some of them are almost excited at the prospect of death. They think this will be the end of their problems and the end of their family's problems. Wow, how brainwashed. I mean, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like the people that are left behind. Um, I suppose that depends on the situation too. They might be partying as well, depending on the will situation. But um, yeah, so many different individual sort of situations that mm-hmm. we sort of take into account. It's yeah. Yeah, very scary, slippery slope there. Yeah. It's dark. Got something light to bring us back up. The uh, animal stories. Um, did you have any other uh, stories, Stella, or is that all your... Um, uh, do we have time everything? for another? Or? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Oh, look, I've just got a really quick, um, you know, this rubbish about green energy. Victoria, uh, Dan Andrews, the Victorian Premier, who brought about the the new State Electricity Commission, which is basically, you know, the sustainable goals by 2030, 2025, this and that, 2036, that is meant to happen and what have you. So it's all basically about running the state on completely green energy, uh, or, sorry, not 83% green energy within 10 years but um this economist was on sky news uh judith sloan an economist who was sort of putting it putting the figures out there so that it made more sense and it was easier to follow (laughs) 
made more sense. The fact that it makes absolutely no sense became more obvious. So um, uh, $1 billion it took to set up this State Electricity Commission, which is, you know, I mean, it sounds like a lot, but it's actually really very little considering what's involved to get to that goal of net zero. Um, so basically, if the state of Victoria is not a, not a huge amount of land, it's one of the smaller states in Australia. Um, so to achieve this goal of sustainable power, once they're you know shutting down the coal-fired power stations and starting up the green energy, so-called wind farms or what have you, mm-hmm. uh, to be able to um, achieve that goal, they would have to reclaim um, or use seventy percent of the current agricultural land in Victoria. Oh, which this how convenient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I just immediately thought Bill Gates, you know, buying up all the land, whatever. Anyway, in America. But here in Australia, um, this economist just shakes her head and she said, well, that's not going to happen. And I thought, mm, yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. But um, yeah. she said, the, the so because that's sort of basically a bit um, not going to happen or a bit unviable, then the next uh, option is to build these things these turbines offshore, so you know those things that you see the wind things in the ocean and what have you, um, which is four to time, four to ten times more expensive than building them on land. Uh, and also to actually construct these things, you need specific ships um, that are capable of bringing, you know, doing the concrete work and all that sort of thing. Um, and at the moment, there's a worldwide shortage of these ships. Um, so it's just total irony and hypocrisy of the whole because, yeah, I mean, we know how it all works. To get these things to actually, to produce these things takes coal-fired energy to make them. So, and then they've also got the disposal problems as well, which is a massive problem. So, yeah, just the whole green energy thing is kind of, it's coming to the public's eye, I suppose, like being exposed as a complete, madness um which is a good thing um like for instance in new south wales there's a power plant that uh supplies 20 to 25 percent of the power in new south wales and they want to close it by 2025 right it's yeah so there's just everywhere you look nothing makes a lot of sense um why would it uh, you know dan andrews says oh we're going to do all this and that'll bring the power prices down so then you've got the problem of well why would investors want to invest in something that doesn't promise good returns, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, nothing makes sense. So hopefully that people will start to see this blatancy in front of them and realise this climate agenda yeah. is absolute crap. Yeah, I, I hope that they will too. I have to say I have my concerns because even though it got, you know, worldwide attention, what was happening in the Netherlands with the farmers, um, that plans appears to be moving forward. Um, as scheduled, even though there was a lot of protests about that. Yeah, that was huge. That was huge yeah. protests. I don't know whether how much of that ever made mainstream. Probably nothing. Yeah. So it is a worry because that's all pretty much all underwater too. It's under sea level, so it's a, it's a very vulnerable place. Yeah, it, but it will be a lot to watch out for in regards to what are they trying to take over and how do they do that? I mean, I, it will definitely take a while, I think, Um, but they're working on it. Uh, 
Speaking of underwater, I was looking for another story and uh, says uh, the U.S. Coast Guard had, like, they pulled up the wreckage from that Titan submarine mm -hmm. uh, the past day or whatever. Apparently, they found human remains jammed up in some of that stuff, or it's presumed human remains in there. They're going to get to study. Pretty cool, huh? Doing my nails. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's cool if from maybe from a, a dissection perspective, assuming that this ever happened at all. And assuming that real humans were even there and assuming that anybody died. <laughs> nobody died. No, I don't reckon they died. There was nobody in there. Maybe crash test dummies. I mean maybe there, they chucked there a was... monkey or a dog in or something, a pig. I don't know. There was too many things that were like, come on, you would never, like, this doesn't make any sense for people that have this much money to just disregard all of these safety issues. It just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. They don't know what the hell they're doing, what they're walking into. But um, yeah. they can hire people that do. Um, I did hear something about that, actually. Um, afterwards, there was, I think it was somebody that knew the French guy. Uh, anyway, they were saying that they re revealed that there just happened to be, like when this thing first went disappeared, there just happened to be a French vessel in the area that just happened to have um, on board a, you know, module unit thing that was able to do that um, dive down to the Titanic as well. Which was just, it, they were just sort of saying, it was, you know, it was a happy accident sort of thing. It was like, oh, sure, sure it was, sure. So I reckon, yeah, you know, they that was probably their little escape vessel. They just got into that one on the boat. You know? <laughs> and then they sent the other one down to the Titanic. <laughs> when Maybe. I first saw that headline, yeah, I thought that it was, I thought it was going to say that they recovered human remains from the Titanic. And I was going to be like, oh, of course uh -huh. you did. No. Now I did see back when they found one quote found the Titanic. I remember one of the pictures that they sent out that was publicized was a picture of shoes. They were just sitting there. Hmm. On the bottom. Oh. Oh. Really? I yeah. didn't see the shoes. Yeah, like oh, it that's was, very Ollie Dumagat Demagat. Uh, you know, yeah. like rubber thick leather officers shoes where so presumably you know the body landed like sunk and landed and de deteriorated and the only thing that was left was the shoes because they were just sitting there perfectly like now that was from ocean gate no 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 that was oh. from the original titanic okay. people that were on the titanic that was a All leftover right. piece of the wreckage no, that I could buy. Yeah, because all the, you know, kind of living human organic material had rotted away. Uh, but uh, yes, now this is left. this is a major problem that I have with this thing. Now, the last time I read was that there were absolutely no human remains found at all, and that was a report, like fairly recent report, maybe nine hours old or something. But maybe yours was more updated. But the thing is, like. You've got sea lice and stuff like that, that I would be extremely, extremely surprised if there was any remains left 
um, even, you know, jammed up in amongst some electronics or something. Little sea lice are tiny and, I mean, they just devour things. That's how they get the, um, I think it's called glucosamine or something, with, which is the shark cartilage. They just they just drag the sharks' bodies behind the boats and stuff, and the, sh- the sea lice do all the work and get rid of all the stuff. And then I think it's mm. by the time they pretty much get to shore, the bones are just completely clean. And um, yeah, so like it's like don't quote me completely on the facts there, but that's the general gist. I don't know how long it takes, but um, it is very very quick. I know that, and um, I would be extremely surprised if there was any human remains left. Very surprised. <sighs> There could be there could be something squished in between the metal and the or the the what was it what was it made out of graphite or carbon you know, fiber carbon, fiber, and, uh, carbon graphite or something yeah oh uh, and you know a bit of foil a couple of toilet rolls <laughs> some duct tape yeah <laughs> definitely duct tape <laughs> some flex seal a couple of there flex seal patches on there That's right the whole thing I think was they lashed out, out and got the waterproof stuff this time. All right, fam. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this evening's episode. I'm sure that you may be able to catch some additional um, banter in our bonus episode. So be sure to check that out, which you can do on Rockfin or our specialty RSS feed that Kill set up for us. So feel free to check out bonus content. Um, also, if you happen to want us to go over a subject or if you want, um, you know, just to contribute to the show, questions, comments, concerns, anything like that, feel free to reach out to us. We're happy to hear from you. And you can find all of our contact information on our webpage, which is unionoftheunknowns.com. That is our link tree page. So that gives you all the information about how to contact us. You can find me on at Union Unknowns on Twitter. You can also sign up for our newsletter that um, is sent out to your email. And um, other than that, I think that's going to wrap us up for this evening. Thank you, Stella. Thank you, Keel. And I hope everyone has a great evening. Thank you. Yeah, thank you as well. Thanks for having me on late, guys. Yes, absolutely. Love you, Guts. Not Your Mama's News has been a production of the Union of the Unknowns podcast. New episodes are available weekly on all your favorite podcasting networks.